Hello everyone, welcome back to our severe case of botched circumcisions. I mean indecision with Ian and Tyler. And you're listening to Sound On Us. How are we doing today, Tyler? Um, better now. Good. Today, uh, still not the first album of 2020 because there's not been that many people releasing things. Um, but this was released late, uh, 2019. Figured it was worth talking about, uh, especially for how big the release was. And that is, Tyler, can you give us the rundown on what we were reviewing today? Former One Direction boy band living meme superstar extravaganza yeah <laughs> that harry styles and his new album fine line this has been huge this has been uh raved about by many 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 a people it's it charted really really well uh especially with apple music it's still in the top 10 i think or top 15 or something like that it's way up there uh it has staying power at least in the charts for the first couple of weeks which is promising especially for harry styles i mean uh it just goes to show that he's not dead yet he still has relevancy uh unlike the rest of one direction which are basically dead in the water they're literally I don't, I, Harry Styles I don't is like the Zane. The I don't know if Dead in Water is fair. Zane kinda did a couple of things. No, just nobody has Nobody's, nobody has shown a serious attitude towards putting out music the yeah, way that's that a Harry way has. And I don't think anyone is as well received as Harry is. Because Harry's the hottest one. Obviously. 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 Uh, a little bit definitely, of background. Definitely a little fruity though. I can dig it, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the idea. A little, little bit of background on Harry Styles. Harry Edward Styles is his actual name, Harry Styles. Was born February 1st of 1994. Young, young dude, aged uh, almost 26 at this point. He is an English singer, songwriter, and actor. His musical career began in 2010 when he auditioned for the British singing competition The X Factor. And he was apparently eliminated early on, but then he came back uh, to form the boy band One Direction, which went on indefinite hiatus in 2016. Rest in pieces. Yikes. And after that, Harry is signed with Columbia Records. The rest is history. He released his uh, self-titled album in 2017 with the huge, huge single off of that, Sign of the Times. I still like that track, honestly. I think Harry Styles is the most uh, likable and promising member of One Direction. Once they split off, being that he has songwriting chops, he also has an incredible voice as all of them do so no surprise there um but he also has a fair amount of talent on a guitar and he can just pick up an instrument and actually play which is promising which is kind of sad but it's promising i mean other than that his last album didn't do too much for me i liked some of the songs on there but as an album like an experience it just it wasn't it wasn't fantastic it wasn't terrible it was on the folkier side of the pop spectrum which was nice uh kind of refreshing um although there are a lot of people doing that um he did it in an interesting way he didn't do it in an ed sheerany kind of way he did it in a harry styles kind of way and again sign of the times kind of uh, exemplifying that with some of the more um kind of extravagant instrumentation with a lot of the very layered organic sounding strings and things of that nature um it, it he just sounds much more impressive than any other member of one direction i think and I, th I think what separates harry from his former bandmates is that what he has put out since being in one direction has entirely been tasteful i think that's the biggest difference whereas if zane what well, um, immediately Niall, to edm They've, they've been not trashy, 
not not anything that could be critically acclaimed. Yeah, it's all kind of been. I mean, Zane's been writing pop charting hits, and that's what they're meant to do. Uh, for him, Niall is off doing his own thing. We don't know what he's doing, and I, I, Harry's just been the most vocal since One Direction. Early on, Zane had some chops, but again, kind of lost in the woods a little bit. So. I was kind of excited for this new release. Tentatively excited, I'm going to say. The first couple of singles didn't do all that much for me, admittedly. Like, Lights Up, is that was that the first one? Adore You was another one. They just didn't do all that much for me, but I remained, I remained optimistic. In light of that, we're here to talk about his album, which was released uh, December of last year at this point. It is 12 songs long, 46 minutes. At least there's enough material here to be an album. It's relatively good album length. Um, that was promising. As well as just the aesthetic choices, I think. At least in Lights Up, I I admired more than the other ones. I think Watermelon Sugar was also a single. But again, didn't do too much for me. I still remained excited for this new release. Do you have tour dates or anything? Or So Harry Styles, as per the norm, is going on a massive worldwide tour this tour will be starting um, on April 15th in the United Kingdom, which is appropriate. And from there, it'll go to Ireland, back to the United Kingdom, Germany, Norway, Sweden, Germany, Poland, Czech Republic, France, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Belgium, Germany, Austria, Hungary, the Russian Federation uh, in Moscow. And finally, it'll reach the United States. Um, he will be playing closest to the sound audits headquarters it will be uh he will be playing the wells fargo center in philadelphia pa pretty good music venue and capital one arena in washington dc also a pretty good music venue um few days down the road from that i think it is important to to point out he will be playing three sold out shows at madison square garden holy shit people don't just do that People don't just do that. Like, Billy Joel is the only one able to consistently do that. This this tour is a big deal. Yeah, no, that's massive. Holy shit, good for him. Uh, do you have anything to say in the lead-up to this album? Do you have... Is Was there anything that really struck you at all? No, I was just... I was much more excited for this than I was for a lot of other albums we've, we've talked about. Okay. I, I was genuinely looking forward to this. I, I appreciated a lot of The Last Project. Sick. I mean, I did it as well. Not too much else to say. Let's just get into the music, shall we? has talked recently in interviews about his fear of making music after One Direction, or in other words, the the pressure of finding a radio single. He's definitely strayed, I think, away from that for the most part in this this project, which to me is a plus. I don't know. I think I think that his his voice especially is best suited in a warm baked folk 
acoustic environment. I think his strongest song form, for the most part, is in the form of ballads. That's when I think he shines the most. I think that's what was the most solid aspect of his last album. I think that's what shines through the most here. I don't think that we got a lot of it on this project, but that's not huge to me because what he did do in that respect was solid. There were easier, more generic roads for him to take, and he, he went more outside of the box than I expected him to. For the most part, yeah. It wasn't entirely out of the box, but... There are glimpses like in uh, Canyon Moon that gives an intimate connection between Harry and his fans. I don't think that we got a lot of this on the project, but this is one of the moments where I, f- I can feel the-, the connection between him and his audience is palpable and you understand what he's feeling. It's it's one of those songs where it, it kind of feels like you're running down a grassy hill with a kite. That's what the song embodies in its in its sound. Uh, the song the song Cherry rises out of the cliche and is something darker and kind of it kind of reminded me of a of a darker Taylor Swift song. But it's not something that we haven't like seen before. And the lyric that caught my ear the most was the lyric i noticed that there's a piece of you in how i dress take it as a compliment that's a great line that's a really good line like i related to that and i i have very little experience in the way of relationships that was a good line (laughs) uh line about in there about him noticing that she's like off doing her own thing and he's selfish so he's hating it i thought that was almost kind of disturbing but really really personal in a pretty good way so if any Body who's listening hasn't listened to Harry's album or doesn't really know a lot styles and his his past and his present and and all of that the album itself fine line is for the most part dealing with his breakup from the French model uh Camille Rowe he kind of this album in a way renders what they have in like the three basically primary colors um of needing you missing you and remembering you and it kind of bounces back and forth between those themes throughout the album if you know what he's going through and you know where his headspace is and you know what's going on in a lot of respects you know what to expect when it comes to this album if it's positive or it's if it's negative to you might be you know very much varying from person to person subjective i don't think that this is a large critically acclaimed release but we'll i mean we'll get into that later i this is an interesting project for me to talk about i say that every podcast but i wasn't really the biggest fan of one direction to say the least this was a time in my childhood one direction was big in like i don't know 2013 2014 so as a 13 year old 14 year old angsty little boy who had no female relationships and saw all this happening in every single 13-year-old girl under the sun was just obsessed with them. It was annoying. Uh, so I never really got into the whole One Direction thing. I mean, in my later years, I still haven't given it much thought or notice. But I know Harry's background and his roots. I, I know what brought him up. And it's kind of the same demographic that is interested in his music at this point as well with some of the older demographic now that they're kind of grown up. I mean, and I think he realizes that as well, that some of the people who listen to him with One Direction are still listening to him now. And he's trying to cater to them more instead of a younger audience. He's trying to be a more mature, relatively speaking, kind of artist to look up to. And I think he accomplishes that fairly well 
here. I will say that even though this is not the most out there of projects, there's ideas cropping up from every which way of the spectrum here on this project. I agree with Tyler when it comes to the ballads and stuff, that that is his strongest point a lot of the times. And a couple of the tracks that I kind of want to mention, even though I know some people weren't the biggest fan of Cherry, it's kind of one note in a lot of ways. I thought the songwriting wasn't bad for the most part. The hook gets monotonous, but that's fine. I thought the, the way that the guitar sounds in general is great. It's kind of clunky in a way, but it's a very, very sweet kind of tone to the guitar. I don't like every single bit about of, of this track, but I thought that the songwriting wasn't horrible in some respects. I also thought that she, although it is one of the longest tracks on the project, it's actually done fairly well. The guitar tones across this track are great, especially at the end with that f guitar freak out. Uh, sounds amazing. Honestly, one of the legitimate moments where I was like, hey, wow, this is it. Again, like one of those moments off of Sign of the Times with those epic string sections. I was like, wow, yeah, no, this is definitely like, this is Harry Styles being Harry Styles. This is really what he, the pinnacle of what he can deliver. And Sunflower Volume 6, although I was not the biggest fan of this track upon first listen, I honestly enjoy the hell out of it now. There are so many influences coming from so many different places, uh, whether that be reggae or even like surfer rock uh, in some ways, and it just all across the musical spectrum cherry picking them, these ideas, and it actually ends up being presentable, which is actually pretty fantastic for as many places that he went for ideas on this track, and um, I thought it was fairly impressive. Again, he shows ability across this across this project, and he shows a lot of promise, a lot of boyish promise, boyish British white boy promise, but in album form, there's, there's still issues. I guess we can get into that. I mean, do you have anything to go over track by track? Okay, let's get into the, let's get into the next section then, shall we? I said I wasn't a big fan of the singles, and I also mentioned that this is not the most out there album of all time. Uh, in the Apple Music description, uh, there's a quote from Styles that says, When I listen to the first album now, referring to his first album, I can hear all the places where I was playing it safe. And he says he went into the second one feeling like, I want to work out how to make all of this really fun. In terms of the whole fun thing, I think he did a relatively good job. In terms of playing it safe, I still think he's playing it safe. Very much so, in that respect. All three of the lead singles were fairly safe, although I like the aesthetic of Lights Up Better. Adore You and Watermelon Sugar are so glitzy and overproduced and sounds like basic pop bullshit that I just can't get behind it. Sort of the same thing with Golden as well. It just didn't do it. It doesn't pull me in or anything like that. And the songwriting on Cherry, while it is, like, it's presentable in most cases, the hook does not pop at all, and it doesn't really flow well with the verses or anything. It just, it's there. Same thing with Lights Up, honestly. The, the flow of these songs are not the greatest, honestly. And it doesn't get much better later into the track listing here. Falling kind of feels like a 
essential Coldplay piano ballad that you get on every single Coldplay album ever. There's not, just, there's just too much, not too much going for it other than Harry's voice. I think his voice on this song pops a little bit more than it does on some of the other songs here. One of the tracks that I had the biggest problem with was Treat People With Kindness. I, I, I don't know if you caught the group vocals on that track, but it sounds like a really, really bad, like, car commercial, at like, local car commercial, or like, you ever heard the, the, like, the 877-241 Luna? It, it, it's that kind of group vocals, but in a full song format, and it sounds disgusting. It sounds like Mouse Rat from Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt's band. <laughs> It's it's kind of it resembles that in a lot Treat of ways. Treat people with kindness. I mean, like d- uh, treating people with kindness, I think, is not a bad message. It's just portrayed horribly. Yeah, that's not a message you want to hate. No, and- this is not a message you want to hate. But I, it wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't a. It wasn't a pretty moment on the album. Instrumentally, it doesn't do much either in the way of pulling me in. The vocal melodies are near atrocious, if not atrocious. It just was. Well, No, no, this was one of those songs where I was like, nope, not for me, and I mean, there's a lot in the way of forgettability here as well, which is kind of unfortunate, considering that he can come through with some great ideas, he can come through with some great songs, he can pen a tune, and I have no doubt in my mind that Harry Styles can do that at this point, I've seen him do it, and he's very good at it, with the help of producers, possibly, yeah, maybe, but doesn't really matter, he can do it. We just don't get a lot of it on this album. There's a lot of this, it's not atrocious atrocious but some of it is getting to the point and some of it is just forgettable uh like i think i think a lot of the album for me is careless and i think that's what it runs into is is not it's not even like it's not even careless like he wasn't trying it's careless in the way that it's kind of a blind it's like he turned a blind ear to it and not not really hearing what was being created something that really bugged me about this is that i don't I don't think that there was a, uh, I don't think Harry was able to muster a memorable flourish or a vivid image or like a self-dramatizing wink that he gave on the last album. On the last album, he had lines, uh, he had lines like, even my phone misses your call, by the way. And there's, there are little things like that that were kind of tucked into the music that made it more unique and made it more him and made it more interesting in general it just made him it just gave him more character there wasn't a lot of that on this like if you if you bottled this up and changed the vocals a bit i wouldn't be surprised if this was another artist that's a good point the character portrait portrayed on this album is uh you could say it's harry styles but then again you could say it's just about any other pop artist out there which is sad Uh, i agree that the other album was more authentically harry styles even if people don't like that album as much and that was his self-titled debut yeah so that's that's saying something. Um, the other thing is that there were so many moments on the album where, in in lyrically, Harry simply summarizes and apologizes and reflects as if he like was just telling a, a story of heartbreak to his friends. And I have a few examples of that. Um, during the stretch of ballads that uh, make up the middle third of the album, he sings a couple lines like, "It's just I'm just an arrogant son of a bitch who can't admit when he's sorry. And what if I'm someone I don't want around? And these aren't bad lines, but, but these, these are, this, this is kind of like he's there's nothing there's nothing interesting no there's it's, no point it's just brought bland. up here that says heartbreak to me especially if this was made off of a heartbreak it's, be it's so a lonely bit disingenuous it, to, to be so lonely that the lyrics that this uh the track that these lyrics are off of is forgettable as hell and it's kind of sad 
knowing that it could have been something great because there are great ideas. Like the the hook is not bad; it's the beginnings of something good. No, the problem is that he he gave throughout the album basically lyrical text messages. He didn't sit down and really write this. It's like he's talking to his friends over the phone, and not like even over the phone talking like. He's shooting bullet point text messages saying, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling. And we don't get a whole lot from that. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being straightforward and to the point. But when you also get the feeling that this guy wants to bring across a deeper meaning and also kind of wants to hide in his lyrics, like Harry Styles gives off the vibe that he's a very, very sophisticated, all grown up, very mature kind of person. Not the, And I mean, he comes across with some good points here on this record being blunt, but some of it is so on the face, on the nose, nothing to it, that it seems childish and almost like the the One Direction-y stuff that was going on in the early aughts. And you can see that through the common theme of, I'm not a good person, but I'm getting there, I'm trying to be. You get that a lot on this album. Yeah, that is true. And it could be portrayed better, honestly. And I mean, there's not much to say other than that. It just, it the, this release fell on his face a little bit. It wasn't great. It's not, it's honestly not what I expected. No. And it's not bad. I don't think this is a bad record by any means. But, but it's, it's, not it's, it's not, it's not, it's not good. It's, there's so much promise that he shows and it's disappointing to see him going down this road when I know he could be going other places. And the thing is, he has a fan base that's so wide and he has a reach that's so, he's just all corners of the globe as dictated by his tour. He reaches everywhere and i'm sure that no matter what he releases some people are still gonna follow him because he's harry fucking styles that's a so, good place to be yeah that is a good place to be because you can release whatever the hell you want you can release some bullshit like some of the stuff on here was bullshit but you could also release some really out there or really grounded folk tunes or some really experimental shit i don't think he's a really experimental person but i think he could i think he could release a fairly good poppy folk record um with some extravagant flourishes in musicality and Love stuff to like see that. more of the instrumentation and strings that we saw on the first project yeah well. seriously and it just didn't show up on this project and i hope he takes a good look at his opportunities and his the possibilities laid out before him when considering the next album cycle and make something that's authentically him again that's kind of what i want even if it's worse i wouldn't mind it as long as it's harry styles you know <sighs> And I think we can leave it at that. Let's get into the final section. Okay, so in summary, in summation, in summation, as a young Ian Hoke would say, for Harry, fine line is... In many ways, the sound of an artist searching through the abyss. It's kind of like he got to the beach and all of his fans expected him to to run and, and jump in the ocean and swim and be creative. And he only got as far as to dipping his toes in the sand. <laughs> is is kind of the way I feel about poor this. Kid. Poor Poor kid. In many ways, this is essentially his freedom album. He had a lot to live up to from his solo debut, which was fairly acclaimed, fairly well received. Yeah, it it was it was popular to to say the least. On this project, he did indulge more on 
every musical and psychedelic um, whim and, and influence that he wanted to go into. But he did it, in my opinion, he did it in a manner that comes across as common and really just uninteresting. I think he pulled from a lot of, I think he pulled from a lot of influences to interesting places for sure to play this in no way is this cohesive and i i personally wasn't the biggest fan side note i'm glad that he is removed far enough from one direction at this point that he can be received outside of that band i think that i think that's important that finally he's not being judged in relation to them that yeah, that's a good true. thing i like the the 70s pop and folk rock influences he had some like modern day cold playisms and things like that that I could definitely do without. I couldn't help but hearing the album A Head Full of Dreams in multiple tracks on this album. I can do without that. It didn't work for Coldplay. It's not working for Harry Styles. That that's just stay away from that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. He does showcase that he has the capability to create good music. You know, I felt this way when we reviewed Rex Orange County. I feel like he has good music in him. I feel like it's going to come out. I feel the same way with Harry Styles. I think he has good music in him. I think it's waiting to come out. I don't think that this was it. Agreed. I just want to see more of Harry Styles be Harry Styles. And I want to see him come into his own a little bit more and not play into all the modern popisms that he did. Like Tyler said, I liked a lot of the influences coming in from reggae and some of the 70s pop and things of that nature. Um, I like all of the places that he's going for influence. He needs a little more focus and he just needs to be more authentically himself as well as cut out the bullshit because there was a lot of filler on this record that could have been done away with uh, and I would have been fine without it. A little more focus would be nice. A lot more focus would be nice, honestly. The thing is, I really want to like Harry Styles. Like, I think, I think he has the potential to be a really, really great force in pop music. I think he has the potential to kind of bring back the whole folk and pop, even though Ed Sheeran and people of that nature kind of gave it a bad rep with some of their efforts. Not just Ed Sheeran, but other people as well. I think, I, th I think Harry Styles, with his taste, he obviously listens to a lot of music. He obviously listens to a lot of older stuff. So he knows his shit when it comes to some genres. I think he could pull a little bit more from that and not so much from the modern day stuff. I think he could give us a grounded, good grounded record and kind of bring folk back into the mainstream and put it in the spotlight a little bit in a little bit better light than it has been in recent years. Um, but this project wasn't it. So what are we feeling? What are you, what are you going to give it? I'm feeling a low six. That's generous. <laughs> it might be <laughs> generous. Anyway. It might be generous, but this is a lot better than a lot of things I've heard as of recently. That's true. I don't think that the end of the year capped off very well in terms of like good albums. I really don't. Yeah, and that's true. To me, out of the things I've listened to recently... This is more pleasurable, and I have more hope and more... I, I'm more interested in Harry than a lot of other people in general. In pop music, yeah. I want, him, I want to see him succeed. And the fact that he pulls from older influences and, and does show the, the skeleton of, of that in his music, I want to see more of it. And More meat on the bone. I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Whenever okay. that, whenever that will come. Yeah. And honestly, I think he's a really, really talented guy. And I, I didn't think that a lot of these, I didn't think a lot of these songs were, were bad for the most part. I just think that in a lot of cases they were misguided. 
I thought a lot of them were bad, so I'm going to give it like a low 4 to a, or a high 4 to a low 5. 4.9, 5.1 is about where I'm feeling. That's the range. Do with that as you will. Sorry to anybody who really liked this project. Now you can't. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, go and tell us how wrong we were in our opinions in somewhere. I don't know. Where do we get comments? Where are we able to get comments? Instagram. Instagram. However, if you could please give us a review on Apple Music, that would be awesome. If you loved it, give five stars. If you hated it, give five stars. <laughs> Help us out. We currently have nine reviews and we're getting more than than nine people listening to the episodes so clearly people don't really care about reviewing if you could help us out in that way that would be fantastic also check us out on instagram we are pretty active on our feed and we post sick polaroid pictures letting you know what episodes are now available it's pretty nifty it's it's pretty <laughs> cool also if you go to anchor, oh my god, you're a little whore. Oh my god, stop audits. it! You're making me hate you right now. If you go to anchor.fm/soundaudits, you can donate to us a minimum of ninety nine cents. I Dude, wish you're you just could spreading those ass cheeks for the camera. I wish you could give us a quarter or fifty cents, but unfortunately, ninety nine cents is the minimum amount that Ian and I will take. <laughs> oh my god! So ninety nine cents is the number. Other amounts you can look for yourself but anchor.fm slash sound audits or just go to the link in our instagram bio or the link in this podcast description it's in all of those places you can find it if you could do that we're a small podcast we don't actually make money you know that would help us out tremendously and anything that you do donate will go to improving the quality of the podcast because we will get better equipment as we can afford it which in this at this rate we'll be able to by like the next decade <laughs> yeah 2040 will be good 20 2030 to 2040 around that range we'll have new microphones <laughs> do us a favor though if you're a broke college kid just save your money for the next semester don't don't no, give don't. us your 99 cents oh, fuck off no okay we're the price of a gumball come on <laughs> <laughs> for the for the price for the price of a gumball, maybe two, depending on what mall you're at, you could support two broke college kids. It'd be sick. Go follow the artists on Instagram or wherever else you can find them. You can find them anywhere. Just type in his fucking name, you'll find them. Uh, give the album a listen. Tell us what you thought of it. We always love hearing opinions. If you're a smaller artist and you would like us to listen to your music, or you want a shout out or something like that, hit us up. Uh, we're always willing, ready and willing, uh, to help anybody who needs the recognition in any small way, shape, or form. Thank you all very much for listening. We will have new episodes coming out 9 a.m. Friday, Eastern Standard. As always, we will be reviewing the newest, hottest, latest, greatest music coming out in 2020. Super excited for all of it. If you have any suggestions on things that we should review, uh, hit us up as well. And that's just about it for me. We will see you next time. You have been... Sound audited. Wow. Peace out. <laughs>